Hello and welcome to the Vancouver Tech Podcast. My name is James. I'm Selena. So if you listened before, you know that that does not sound like Drew, or Drew has mastered a Selena impression. <laughs> so Selena, yeah. welcome to Vancouver Tech Podcast. Hi, yeah. Uh, I guess you know that Drew's away. Yeah. He's in Japan yeah, for yeah. a wedding. Painting the town whatever color he wants. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> I don't know if he told... Uh, you know that he's been to Asia a bunch of times before, right? Yeah, he, he was a teacher. A yeah. Yeah, we're both clowns in a sort. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I was a teacher, too. <laughs> oh, yeah? So why don't you tell us like a little bit about yourself and uh, how, maybe how you know Drew? Or Okay. Yeah. Well, um, I'm born and raised in Vancouver. Um, I've always worked in web development, um, web design mostly. Uh, I traveled to Germany uh, working for an ad agency um, doing prototyping. Then I came back and wanted to get into web development. So I went to school, and I was the class after Drew. Um, this and is at Code Core. That was at Code Core, yeah. yep, uh, with Tam, great teacher. And uh, yeah, I finished, We he actually helped me do my final project. So I did a, an app called Where My App. So people just press a button, it finds their geolocation. You can cool. share that to many different uh, medias like email or something. So yeah, we just became friends. We were both, I used to have a school for eight years in Mexico. Yeah. So it was an English school. So we're both sort of... We just kind of have that in us, you know, yeah. a little bit of like... You the know, traveling like, gene. The traveling gene and just like getting the party started, you know, yeah. getting everybody cool. in. Yeah. Awesome. Did you want to dive into events? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, ready? Right, One, ready. two, three. Meetups around town. We're going to have to do that again. Let's do that one again. Right, sure. One, two, three. Meetups around town. Ah, got cool. it. All right, we did it. All right, so let's start, jump into our first event. So this is one that I found, and it's called From Open Source to Open Access, mm. The Great Leap. Mm. And that one's actually on Monday, February 22nd. Okay. And that one is uh, actually at SFU Harbor Center. Mm, that's which, a good place. Have you been there before? Uh, the Harbor Center one, yes. Yeah, I've never been there. Do you, do you know yeah, what the downtown. venue's like? Uh, it's nice, actually. They're, those are the nice venues, the ones down in the Harbor, yeah. the harbor Center area, yeah. Yeah, this one's 515 West Hastings. Mm-hmm. Um, is that the one that sort of looks like a college outside, like the big with the big bricks and stuff like that? Yeah, it yeah. used to be a bank, I think. Yeah, yeah that's what it looks like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But this one's basically a presentation by Professor David Mitchelson, and he's talking about, surprise, surprise, open source and open access. Mm-hmm. So if you're into that sort of things, it'd be cool to check out. Open source is great. And the next event on our list is Tech Vancouver Meetup. Now, this one's uh, actually a paid event. It's $10 per person. Mm-hmm. It's at Unbounce. It's Tuesday at 6. Have you been to Unbounce? I have, yes. We yeah. went there to one of their open houses when we were cool. graduating from Code Core. Great place. I got ping pong, beer, and it's a beautiful office. Large office. Yeah, it's really cool there. Yeah. Um, this one's actually really sweet. They have five different speakers, and they're pretty much, you hear, you know about because of all these like big companies that they represent. Yeah. So the first one is uh, Kevin Sandu from Grow. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Andrew McLeod from Rent Moola. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kimberly Hansen from Playground.fm. Spencer oh, Thompson from Sokanu, I mm-hmm. guess. And uh, Jayesh Pramar from Picatech. So these are sort of like mini TED Talks that they're going to be Yeah, exactly. They actually say like this is TED Talk style. You know, Mm -hmm. it's just a few minutes every presentation. And, uh, you know, just come out and check it out. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's supposed to last too long. It doesn't really have an ending time. So I'm sure there'd be time to mingle after. That's great. These guys are always involved in a lot of things, too. It's great for the community. Yeah, that's really cool. Uh, I'm definitely probably going to check. I actually already have my ticket. So I'm definitely going to that. I've already paid (laughs) my ticket. Enjoy it. Let us know. Yeah, for sure. Uh, the other one I found was the uh, architecting software for reuse. And you actually yeah. found this one as well, right? Yeah, that one seems interesting. A little bit high level, but, you know. Yeah, I think uh, a lot of people have problems with um, with things like being able to repeat components or reusing their code. Um, this is exactly what talks about. It talks about concepts like solid, 
which mm. is a um, principle for how you create classes and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, that gets really confusing quick. Yeah. ISP, I'm not sure if I know what that is. DIP2. I know what IOC is, inversion of control, I think, mm -hmm. um, where your your class should not be able to control things outside of it. Or, oh, got you. Yeah, there's this weird it's concept. It's really yeah. hard, you know? I mean, <laughs> yeah. that is almost impossible to foresee when you start a project. <laughs> yeah, so this one's actually at the uh, UBC Robson Square. Yeah, that's that's going to be a really good one for everybody. Yeah, and that's at 800 Robson. It's the one that's underneath the, uh, it's sort of like down the steps mm -hmm. uh, near the museum there. Yeah, where the skating. Yeah, yeah the skating. so that's Wednesday at 6.45, and this one goes actually pretty long. It goes till 9.30. Okay, so you're really learning. Yeah, uh, I went to one of these before. I don't think it was the same. It wasn't the same presenter, I don't think. Mm -hmm. But I went to one and I learned a lot about AWS, okay. uh, Amazon Web Services, and yeah. how all of the architecture goes together. Mm -hmm. If you ever looked at the product offering from them? Oh, no. <laughs> it's a huge list of names you don't really know yeah. unless you know what they do. I mean, the website, I've gone to AWS yeah. and I'm just like, somebody needs to do some serious like front-end user interface. Okay, yeah. with AWS. It gets a little scary <laughs> when you're looking at that massive list of services. It is, it is. Yeah. I've had to deal with them on a couple of levels like on uh, with the company too, just because of yeah. the front-end is a little bit confusing. So, yeah. but they're bettering it. Yeah, this one's more about uh, how to like write your code, how to write your software so you can reuse components. So yeah. a lot of people, um, especially when, I mean, you develop a few MVPs, right? And so you know that there's probably parts that you want to know, you know, you're going to keep reusing and you yeah. don't want to rewrite every single piece. Yeah. So this might be a good thing to get those concepts down where yeah. you could have different pieces and know how to reuse them properly. Yeah. Actually, a code core there at time was really good with, uh, you know, just from the get go, you know, just implementing that uh, thought process um, so that when you do start projects, no matter how small or how big, you're always thinking in that mind frame. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah. So, uh, I actually have a little announcement. I've actually taken okay. over as a organizer of the PHP meetup. Oh, yeah, that's right. Congratulations. Thank you very much. <laughs> and uh, it's me and another guy, Arthur. And uh, we took over, I guess, last week. And we're actually posted our first event. And that's on Thursday. Okay. And it's from 6 to 7.30. Okay. And it's actually at CodeCore. Oh, awesome. Uh, so Tam was nice enough to say, like, oh, PHP, cool. Just come and, uh, come and check it out. Uh, he, I guess he used to do some PHP stuff uh, oh, back great. in the day. Yeah. Um, with a bunch of little sites. But uh, I guess he has a little soft spot for PHP. So oh, that's us, good. Uh, yeah, PHP is not going in anywhere yeah we also have food and drink sponsors oh great who's so that's that pretty cool so allegio is, is sponsoring the beer and then we have another sponsor for the food so um, allegio allegio what kind of beer is that is it local and if so oh no allegio is the or... company okay he, they're just paying for the beer oh great okay yeah, so that's arthur's um arthur where arthur works and then group health is sponsoring uh pizza as well oh that's so nice so yeah it's pretty nice that we came back i guess the last event was in april yeah which was yeah. quite a while ago yeah so it's nice that the first event a lot of people jumped on i already have 39 people saying that they're going great. so that's pretty sweet yeah so if you're into that that's actually thursday at six and that's a code core 142 west tastings awesome at the same time is the Startup Drinks. I think you would dig Startup Drinks. Have you been there before? I have not been to that one. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's at 131 Kitchen, wa uh, Water Kitchen and Bar. Mm -hmm. It's a pretty cool little bar. Um, it's really relaxed and, and they know they have this event every month. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think it's the last Thursday of every month. Yeah. So the bar knows that they're coming. So they set everything up for you. They kind of set everything out so that there's enough seats and stuff like that. That's A nice. lot of times if you're kind of like making an event off the cuff and you go yeah. to a venue and maybe they don't right realize how many people are coming. Yeah, yeah. Um, these people, this thing's been around for like years. Yeah, it has actually. Yeah. I haven't checked it out. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah, you should definitely check it out. It's really cool. Um, Drew was kind of skeptical. I guess he's not a huge fan of like startup culture and the mm. in the extremes and the stream side. Mm -hmm. But he said he checked it out one time and he had a really good time. He met a oh. bunch of people. 
it's cool to talk about, uh, you know, what people are doing in Vancouver. Yeah. I think it's also cool where you can meet people that are possibly, you know, going to that next step. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I met Martin Ertl there. Okay. And Who's he just Martin sold Ertl? his company contractually. Okay. Oh, yeah. did he sell it? Yeah. I think it just okay. sold. So, oh, um, wow. Yeah. Pretty well, sure it just sold. If he hears this, <laughs> he can clarify that. Yeah. I'll buy it if it's not sold. <laughs> So no, but actually... that is really good startup drinks, and it would be good in the future if it's been around for a couple of years to have some sort of sponsorship or at least some sort of, um, you know, attention from, you know, investors or yeah. whatever, you know, because that is really missing. Well, I when I first started my company, I would go to the startup drinks mm -hmm. and I would find clients. Oh, really? So I was like, yeah, oh, you okay, need design, oh, you need development. <laughs> and then I, I mean, some people don't like that, so it's uh, it's kind of like, you know, whatever. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's always fun to talk to people about um, what they're doing. But uh, if I can't offer something in terms of my own services, I usually try to just recommend someone for something else. That's great. So it's like a connecting thing. Yeah. But uh, I know that a lot of companies or a lot of different people, they need they need accountants, they need health insurance, they mm. need all types of things. They need lawyers, right? Mm. Yeah. Um, this first. is a good place to find and connect with people where you can get those other services that you oh. may not find anywhere else or like nice referral, a uh, little tight knit referral group. That's actually nice because most of these events are all developers, you know? Yeah. So that's actually a really good mix. Yeah. Uh, the next one we have is The Future of AI, mm -hmm. uh, DLS Talk by Rich Sutton of University of Alberta. This is actually at uh, the UBC uh, Hugh Dempster building. That's mm -hmm. at uh, 6245 Ar Road. <laughs> Let me see this. What does it yeah. say? Agronomy. Agronomy? No. Yeah. Agronomy Road. Wow. Okay, guys. Yeah, that's a bit Google of a that one. Yeah, we'll definitely have a link for that one. I thought this one was cool. This is actually shared from our friend uh, Johanna. She's actually uh, helps us do the show notes and stuff. So if you've seen them improve, that's because of Johanna. So thanks, <laughs> Good Johanna. Good job, Johanna. Yeah, she found this event. She thought it'd be really cool for people because it's uh, artificial like, intelligence yeah. is huge in bigger companies for right sure. now. For sure, it's a, like I think that uh, I mean every other day you see uh, things being released, especially with Google just released their um, AI framework. Really? Or, um, yeah, their their machine learning framework. Oh yeah. And which is like not quite the same as AI, but yeah. it's in the same sort of um, vicinity of of models and mapping and okay. it, like this iterative iterative process of learn teaching a machine or things yeah. learning. Yeah. And uh, Microsoft released one too. Yeah. So it's a pretty big deal. There is a really great meetup. I will just mention this right now. Charles Crampigno, he used to work at Electronic Arts years ago. Mm -hmm. um, and he has his own meetup called Machine Learning, and he is absolutely amazing. I just had to throw that in there. If anybody's oh, cool. interested in town, you can find that at Meetup uh, Machine Learning. Cool. I didn't. Yeah. I haven't seen that one before, but I'll yeah. definitely check that out. He's a great guy, really intelligent. So you definitely want, if you're a company or you're looking into, uh, you know, machine learning, yeah. definitely go to that meetup. Yeah, that'd be really sweet. Yeah. So this is the Hugh Dempster building at that crazy name road. Uh, that room 110. And this is actually <laughs> Thursday, February 25th as well, 3.30 to 5. So there's lots of stuff on Thursday. And uh, we actually have one more. And this one's one that you found as well. This is the yeah, How to Build a Virtual awesome. World. Mm -hmm. How to Build a Virtual World, yes. Yeah. Did you want to speak about uh, a little bit about it or what you think is going to well, be? Well, it's just a really cool event. Like, it's really hard to find a really great event where they're working with the front end. Mm -hmm. And so here they're building a virtual world. I think the tickets we saw were 1576 yeah, through Picatick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's in, um, I think it's in like the South building. I don't have it on hand right here. Yep. But it's, the at, theater. it's at the South. SB301. There we go. 
yeah. 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 So that's one that I think that everybody should definitely check out just because it is Emily Carr. Yeah. Uh, you don't see many events like this. So this is definitely something that you're going to be learning. You might have some more information if you're interested. Yeah, uh, this one's pretty highlight. cool. So I guess it's uh, Greg Brown from the Foundry and Aaron Hilton from Conquer Mobile will be doing different presentations uh, for the, throughout that whole evening. Mm -hmm. So uh, Greg will actually be doing um, how Modo, features of Modo, I guess, which is a type of... Um, engine or something mm -hmm. and then aaron will be talking about um how to hook up animations and trigger sound effects within vr mm -hmm. so that's pretty cool that is really cool yeah so if definitely you check that expand out expand that yeah if you want to expand your little app world yeah that's at uh thursday that's thursday 6 30 and 9 30 and emily car and that's that south building there but we'll have all the links like we normally do for all the people that uh can't find those places or pronounce <laughs> those road names <laughs> all right and that's it for events okay perfect all right selena you ready to talk to our guests we are ready hello matt Hey, this is Matt from Red Academy, and Matt is the Chief Operations Officer. So Matt, where are you from, and what's, uh, why are you here? Uh, I'm personally from Vancouver, but uh, here representing Red Academy, and uh, really looking forward to talking about all the great things that we're doing over there. Cool. Yeah, so Matt, you're actually from Vancouver, right? Yes. You're born and raised in Vancouver. Born and raised in Vancouver. Woo, so nice. Uh, We've already high-fived. <laughs> 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 Moving to uh, Toronto fairly soon, so oh. it's uh, kind of a bittersweet time right now, being a Vancouverite. Um, yeah. It's so beautiful here, and I was just in Toronto, and it was negative 40 over the weekend. So I'm, yeah. You're uh, moving there because you're expanding Red Academy? Yeah, yeah. We have a, a second school that we're opening up uh, in Toronto. Awesome. Oh, wow. Awesome. Great. So we'll dive right into uh, what's happening with Red Academy. So why don't you tell us a little bit about your origin story with Red Academy and how you got started there? Cool. Well, um, it all started at uh, the Sasquatch Music Festival. Uh, I met uh, Colin Mansell over there, and uh, we just, uh, yeah, kind of bonded, instantly clicked, and so the relationship started there. Um, and over the pa the next like two, three years, we kept in touch. Uh, I brought him on as an advisor for one of the startups I was working on. Um, and one day out of the blue, he, he contacted me and said, hey, like, would you want to start a school? And mm. I've always been very interested in education. It's mm. definitely the space that I want to be in. Um, and I've been in it for a little bit uh, over the past uh, sort of five years. You're saying your mother was a teacher? My mom was a teacher. I think it's like of all the really industries to be in. Part of your lifestyle. Yeah, really. exactly. It was just an opportunity that was too good to, to, yeah. to turn up. So then uh, what around what year did Red Academy officially begin? So 2015, February, oh, wow. uh, okay. we had our sort of first uh, So you had your one-year anniversary. You just passed your one-year anniversary. Oh, my God. You're Congratulations. Making me, you're making me feel guilty. <laughs> you're old. We didn't, yeah. we didn't celebrate old. that. Uh, yeah. I'm just joking. Maybe uh, <laughs> I think uh, I've been to Red Academy before, and you know how you can celebrate? Just you know, put some shoes on. <laughs> Walk around the office. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, we've got a, a no shoes policy at the school, so oh. it's, uh, everyone's putting on slippers. We we try to make it like really homey uh, when nice. you get there. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, that's you know what? That's a good reminder. We got to celebrate uh, March first because that was the the first day we sort of like. Uh, well, I, maybe I should celebrate. That was my first day. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. All right. So then uh, you started Red Academy, and you're talking about growing into Toronto. Why don't you talk a little bit about how that's going to work and how where you're at, what you're actually going to do there, how you're going to start up again, a different city. Right. So uh, we have a, a school right on uh, Spadina and Wellington, like right there, cool. yeah. smack dab in the center, and uh, uh, just was there the past week, and we already have uh, sort of the beginnings of a fantastic uh, instructor team, which is really where it all starts. Right. Um, I think the sort of backstory as to why we're moving to Toronto is the fact that our um, sort of one of our partners, mm -hmm. uh, Mandy Gilbert, she is the CEO of uh, Creative Niche, which is 
a fantastic recruiting agency that uh, is really focused in the creative field, particularly in the tech industry. Oh. So um, she's been operating Creative Niche for 12 years. Um, they are a, a juggernaut out in Toronto, and it's such a, a natural connection because yeah. We're in the business of giving people the skills yeah. and knowledge to get yeah. into mm-hmm. the tech industry and um, enabling uh, and employing really totally. Yeah. And and Mandy is sort of in the business of matching people with uh, the best jobs possible for them. So yeah. uh, she's based out of Toronto, huge network. Uh, yeah, for sure. And yeah, so heading to Toronto. Congratulations. Cool. So is that uh, Spadina and Wellington? You said yes. Is that is that technically Chinatown? Because I've been to, to Spadina. I know that Spadina is a huge street, right? You're asking in Vancouver, right here. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, uh, I'm completely. Yeah, no, it's um, it's kind of borders the fashion district. Nice, cool. Yeah, so it's uh. Uh, it goes Queens, then King. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna go on record and say <laughs> oh, what sure. the, right, the, the streets Street. are. But, yeah. yeah, yeah, but it, it, it's close to like, Queens and Spadina. Cool, that's it, really cool. Yeah. Nice. So did you pick Toronto just because of the connection, or did you actually see people asking for Toronto, or is that just the next strategic place to sort of put Red Academy? Uh, I would say that the connection back with Creative Niche and, and Mandy Gilbert mm-hmm. and her network and sort of uh, a lot of groundwork already being laid uh, out there was. Uh, a real sort of advantage to moving to Toronto. Mm. Um, but I would also say that like the two criteria that we're looking for uh, in a potential city to, to expand into is yeah. what's the size of the tech industry and is there a skills shortage? Yeah. And we definitely have identified that in Toronto. Cool. Yeah. I'll move to Toronto then as a developer. Oh, that'd be There's sweet. more opportunity. No, yeah. just joking. You came here from Toronto. Yeah, Why? yeah, I did. Well, I wasn't, I technically I wasn't in Toronto. I was in uh, London, Ontario, which is okay. about two hours from Toronto. But All I did right. go there uh, quite a few times just to, you know, visit and, you know, go to the square and go to Chinatown and get awesome Chinese bread and awesome Chinese meat there. It's pretty mm. sweet. But yeah, they definitely have a crazy, uh, it's, a de- it's way different than uh, Vancouver. Obviously, mm-hmm. you just visited and it's it's quite a bit different. Mm-hmm. Um, not as much walking. You can, <laughs> there, you kind of yeah. have to take public transit or drive Well, they around. do have cash cab there. Oh, yeah. It's you can get stuck in a cash show. cab. I love that show. <laughs> yeah, I hope definitely. you find a cash cab. Yeah. Here's <laughs> hoping, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's one reason to move. Finding a cash cap. But let's talk about Red Academy and how they differ from other uh, boot camps around the city or maybe even boot camps in Toronto. Bring it right back to the, the inspiration to start Red. Uh, Colin Mansell is our sort of founder and sort of CEO. He started a, a company called Drive Digital and mm-hmm. their sister agencies with Success Marketing. So together, they're a pretty big sort of, uh, they're an enormous digital agency yeah. here in Western Canada. And he was having a real trouble finding uh top caliber candidates for junior level positions and looking around at like the educational landscape you had um comp sci grads coming out of sort of uvc sfu not exactly the the type of candidate that you're looking for um if you're looking yeah if you're looking for them to hit the ground running they're not quite there yet yeah um a lot of stuff is theoretical or algorithms and stuff like that which may not be applicable yeah. today the day they get hired but further down the road that exactly. knowledge is great yeah mm. um and then there's the the polytechnics out there so like bcit and mm. they do a good job uh but what he was finding was that a lot of the stuff that they were learning were um a bit out of date and so the way that they're yeah. teaching is not as hands-on as it could be so sure. you're, you're getting people again even a bit more on sort of the, the theoretical less applied sort of side of things and then uh, at the time, there were the other boot camps right. in, in Vancouver. And uh, at that point, there was Code Core and Lighthouse Labs. And uh, you know, full credit to them. Uh, I've had some friends that gone through their program, and it's a great program. Mm-hmm. But they're, um, 
I believe it's eight weeks and they are, are looking to teach people the full stack where uh, pretty ambitious uh it's just a lot to cover in yeah. eight weeks and yeah uh speaking of <laughs> i know yeah, <laughs> yeah selena knows she went to code yeah before. and let me tell you tam it's an art okay you're yeah. basically watching somebody do their art and you're catching on and and it's like any other art you know yeah. you can sit down you can draw a picture that comes from your dna you can't train somebody to be a classical artist you can but they'll never be as good right. as somebody that's born with it and tam right. is definitely one of those people mm. that's just born with it and yeah. you've got to kind of just go with that, you know. Right. So, yeah, a couple of modular sort yeah. of component level. So our approach was uh, let's not even try and get into sort of the full stack. Yeah. So our programs are longer. They're 12 weeks, and we focus more on the front end. So mm-hmm. the, the stack that you're getting into is uh, for a full-time web developer program, um, you're getting a lot of, obviously, HTML, CSS, but then quite a lot of JavaScript. That's the That's area great. that we're really trying to um, do a deep dive into. So we've got mm-hmm. Angular and React in there. Cool. Uh, and then everything on the back end, we just uh, really skill people up on uh, how to use WordPress. Okay. Oh, that's cool. I yeah. love that you do that. Yeah. I, I, I've gone through the boot camp. Mm-hmm. Um, I have developed a couple of apps, and I am currently working with PHP and WordPress. And we were there talking about that before. He yeah, does yeah. a yeah. PHP meetup yeah. now, so he's taken that over. But WordPress is. It's a very strong platform. Totally. They've been going for so many years. It's like Google SEO. It's like if you have a school that you started in 2012, you know that your SEO is going to be higher because you have more hits, you have more content on mm-hmm. your website. It is a lot like that yeah. in the WordPress or PHP environment. Yeah. It's a strong platform. Totally. Um, but I mean, that's, that's just on the difference between, um, us and Lighthouse Labs and mm-hmm. CodeCore with, I'd say the most comparable program that we have. Yeah. Um, but that's one of three streams that we have. Okay. I don't think there's any code, code like academies in, in town that teach a CMS. No. So we're, so we're so that's pretty extreme. important. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that that's that's huge, and I'd say that that was probably the main inspiration initially to yeah. uh, start Red. But then it really sort of snowballed from there. Like, well, this is crazy. If you need high quality talent, you also need high quality UX designers, and you yeah. also yes. need really really good um, digital marketers. So yeah. um, we talk about. I mean, people know of the the hipster, the hacker, and the hustler. Uh, sort of the three roles in any startup. But love that. Yeah. <laughs> It, That's my next tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> um, but in in uh, red, we sort of call them the ABCs. So it's the architect, the builder, and the communicator. Cool. Oh. And the architect, I mean, you, you can't just hire a contractor and be like, hey, build me a house. Like, you yeah. need, I mean, you could, but you're not going to get an end result that you want. So yeah. that's um, really what... Um, one of the main things I think that we're doing quite exceptionally, like the UX program is uh, second to none right now mm-hmm. in Vancouver. We're having our grads getting hired into lead UX positions Great. at companies that have over 150 employees. Yeah. Wow. Um, UX but, is lacking in, yeah. in, in Vancouver. There are a lot of developers, but we were just talking about that yeah. too, from the developers finishing their school to launch, the biggest gap that they have is 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 getting it to launch it's yeah. the marketing it's the user totally. interface it's the tweaking it's the css it's adding the angular making things leaner move faster you know that's yeah. a huge component to people using we're just saying like um i've been here for almost a year now and i haven't met like that many designers mm-hmm. like it's kind of crazy that there's not more there's a lot of, it seems like there's a lot more developers i mean i'm, I'm maybe a, there's a confirmation bias for myself i'm sort of in that community a little bit more 
but I still don't see that many designers pop up. Um, I you think know, as it much might have like a to lot see. to do with the fact that the, that it like what you're saying that when development moved into Vancouver into North America, it was really based on these eight week sort of full stack. You know, getting your head into it. So, how much mm-hmm. time do you really have to spend on that finishing user interface, which yeah. is what you identified with, right? I was reading this really interesting article. I mean, it must have been at least three or four months ago, but they're saying that you can look at the maturity of a tech uh, sort of community or tech city based off of the ratio of engineers to designers. Oh. So what's in, the ratio? Yeah. So in in the eighties, uh, San Francisco was about twenty to one. Um, wow. Engineers, oh, which bias? Engineers, engineers to, to designers, and now Ooh. they're 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 closing in on three to one. And okay. last I look, looked, I think Vancouver is around eight to one. So we yeah. still have. Quite I a, have opportunity. Yeah. There's, yeah. There's, <laughs> there's quite a lot of space to go. Don't quote me on those numbers. That's yeah. that's top of the head yeah. from four months ago. Yeah. But. Um, yeah, I, I think that really I think speaks to a trend, right? And additionally, like from a lot of what we've heard from speaking with our hiring partners, mm-hmm. you're you're seeing the big problems being solved by design. It's not solely by sort of programming, right? Yeah. So um, the importance of design is is, is gaining. Yeah. yeah. So we're talking talking about how you educate people and uh, sort of where they fit in the community. Are, is Red Academy going for the government sort of okie dokie as far as the school goes? Uh, I know that uh, CodeCore now has um, the ability for people to take loans, like loans for school that could, they can use to pay off their tuition. I think BrainStation is trying. I don't think they're there yet, but they're going. They're heading that direction. Is Red Academy looking for that as well? The PCTIA. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's the one. Yeah, so it's the PCTIA. Um, <clears throat> so we are currently registered. Yeah. And uh, there's a year that you must be in, in operation. Business. Yeah. Uh, and then before, a bond. Before you can uh, be, like apply to become accredited. Sure. And we obviously are going to do that. Yeah. It uh, uh, makes complete sense. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so, uh, did you have to take, do you, I know you have to take, make some changes to courses too sometimes, right? They have the requirements of some stuff. They sort of want you to do certain things or they want you to offer certain skills or something. They have people that come in. I, I did when I had my school for eight years and I came back here and I was thinking of mm-hmm. opening up a school until yeah. I found out about the bond. I was like, well, let's just forget about the whole, the whole <laughs> situation here. Sure. But, um, but yeah, I think that they do like, <clears throat> they ask for your curriculum, you know, they have somebody that comes in and, you know, sees what you're doing with the students. It's not, it's, it, you know, it is about quality, but yeah. it's, it's not, it's not such a tough process. You'd know more about it right now. I mean, from my experience, I was the one who who got read the sort of the registration says with PCTIA. Cool. It's a lot of paperwork. Uh, yeah. The application was 250 pages. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, that's, um, that's okay. hefty. Well, I didn't get to the point of yeah, the application. Yeah. <laughs> Part of it was that we, we like put in an application with a, a large number of classes. Oh. Uh, sorry, I should say courses. But mm-hmm. um the bond, I believe, is more just at the accredited level, um, and uh, as, as well as having on-site content area experts and stuff like that. The, the registration process, um, for all intents and purposes, is actually a bit hands-off from the PCTIA. Mm-hmm. It, if anything, it just it takes a lot of time. Um, and I think well, one thing to mention is that they are currently um, in the midst of a complete rehaul. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little while ago, a year to 18 months ago, they underwent a a complete review. And right now, uh, I was actually at their offices a couple, a couple weeks ago. And they're just saying how like, they're just kind of waiting. Like they they know that massive change is coming, but nothing's being communicated to them. And Mm. um, it looks like it's going to be streamlined to a degree, but 
uh, in what exact areas and, and what exact ways is is not clear. Mm-hmm. Cool. Okay. So you mentioned you have the sort of front end courses, you have this WordPress course, there's some design courses. Is there any other courses that Red Academy offers that are not really, there's no alternative here in the city? Yeah. So we have our three core streams, which is mm-hmm. UX design, digital marketing, and uh, front end web development. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and those are taught in two formats, really. So it's the full time professional program, mm-hmm. which is 12 weeks, 480 hours of instruction. And so you tackle on after school hours and things like that people are getting about six to seven hundred hours of experience Mm -hmm. and then we have our part-time programs which are called our foundation levels Mm -hmm. so those are 10 weeks uh, with two classes that are six hours uh sorry three hours a pop so six hours a week Mm -hmm. so you get 60 hours of instruction um and those are again the three uh, uh, core areas, UX design, digital marketing, and web development. Okay. But we're now actually branching out into uh, another class, which is called our Essentials. Um, Essentials. And those are going to be shorter 15-hour programs that are really specific. So yeah. Like HTML. Uh, yeah, so we have our HTML, CSS one. Um, but we're uh, something that really excites me is that we're looking at having more uh, advanced topics. So cool. Uh, we have one in just Angular coming out. Oh, I we're, love that. I got nice. into that one. Yeah, 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 I did take Angular uh, before they changed the when they first came out. And I was right, like, yeah. oh, guys, come on, we're going to do <laughs> yeah, that to me. Yeah, yeah. I was breaking one month, and then the next month, yeah, everybody's like, yeah. whatever. <laughs> but, I mean, that, that's the exact reason why these courses are so essential, Yeah. right, is the fact that the tech is moving so quickly that to stay on top of it, um, definitely you can do it on your you know, on your own, but it does help to have someone to help uh, you through that. Yeah. And another great angle for marketing for your company is the fact that, you know, I used to work at Microsoft, you know, and like in Germany, the ad mm-hmm. agency, the opportunity to get added um, education, like mm-hmm. while you're while you're learning, for example, with Angular, of course, at some point you could be a developer for a year at a company, but you will have to revisit that and you yeah. might want to go to a school. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And on that point, if you are an employee, at some, uh, uh, if you're an employee, you're eligible for the Canadian BC Jobs Grant, which mm-hmm. is amazing. Like, it's, it's criminal if someone doesn't it's know true. about it. Yeah. You yeah. can get uh, two thirds of your costs of, of education covered by That's the, the federal government. And, and last year, uh, it was something like 99% of applications got approved. Like it's, it's wow. basically right. you're guaranteed to get it so long as you apply before they run out. Yeah. So can you explain it a little bit again? So what exactly is it? So it's a, it's a, per, it's a <laughs> perking up. Excuse perking me. Up. Can we repeat that yeah. part? Tell me how to get that free money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Everyone likes free money. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's a program run jointly by um, the federal and then the provincial governments sure. where uh, you basically need to uh, apply for uh, some course uh, that is being sort of approved in this category of courses that um, will provide you with a, a greater chance of, uh, of being employable. employable. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, if, if you are, if you sort of, if you are taking that type of class, then the, the government will pay for two thirds of that program. That's awesome. The, the way it works is it's uh, you get into the course, your employer has to pay for it, and then they get reimbursed mm-hmm. um, for two thirds. Cool. Yeah, and that's I'm really wondering, awesome. is that, that's not through the NRC, right? No, I uh, know. Okay. Because there is another one too, just, yeah. you know, since we're talking on this yeah. podcast and we might have companies, you know, uh, tuning in, um, there is also, you know, the opportunity for funding for unemployed mm-hmm. uh, uh, individuals. Do you know about that one? Did you want to talk about it a little bit or, you know, for no. the developers, once they graduate, maybe it's hard to get into something or maybe they're too junior and need a little bit more experience in a company 
So there is the underemployed grants for companies oh, cool. where they can um, yeah. get funding. And I think it is six months um, of, of uh, yeah, a wage nice. um, to employ somebody to have them come into the company. So that is a great way for companies mm. that are looking to go technical. A lot of companies yeah. are. Mm -hmm. It's a great way to, you know, get somebody from, you know, Red Academy, um, test them out, you know, give them a couple of hours. And so this is a grant on the forward. employer side. It's on so the employer an employer side. would apply yeah. to hire an unemployed the person employer. in the industry. Or an incorporated uh, company of, of, a, oh. of a graduated developer. Sweet, sweet. So uh, moving into 2016, is there anything special or cool that we can expect uh, from Red Academy in 2016? Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm not sure how much I can divulge, but oh. um, some exciting news, uh, uh, some breaking news here. I, I don't know if we've announced it anywhere else, but um, we have secured the second floor of our building. So we have the nice. entire building of, uh, it's called the Historic Dick Building. It's on Gravel and Broadway. Yeah. Um, so doubling our space and... And you can right above the blends, I think, you can right? yeah, yeah right above the blends and McDonald's yeah. there you can expect some oh, wow. expansion of our, our program offering as well. That's awesome. So uh, how many more how many students can you take now uh, or once you expand into the area? So we have about fifty four students. So nice. right now in our uh, just our current capacity, and yeah. we expect to be able to double that. Awesome, that's so amazing. <clears throat> mm -hmm. Any uh, any additional courses going to be added? You mentioned some of the some of the tracks that you have right now. So. The, the criteria that we have for, to expand to a new city is pretty similar to yeah. the same criteria we have for a new program, uh, for, for offering new programs that we want to get into. So um, there are some discussions right now and that they're very much just at the exploratory stage. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll see where that goes. But I think there's a lot of excitement uh, around possibly doing a, a more in-depth web development program. Cool. Mm. Uh, there's talks of maybe getting into data science. I think that's Sweet. an area that um, yeah, is sure. totally underserved in, in Vancouver. We were talking to uh, Gillian from uh, the Open Data Society. Mm. She's the president of the Open Data Society, and she's like, like just killing it on the open data side, yeah. trying to get people to share their stuff. And it helps everyone when that stuff is open, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, And I think the other area is somewhere – this is the – the hardest to sort of like really nail down is around this product management side of things. It's, yeah. uh, uh, there's a lot there and, um, we want to make sure that if we are going to do that, it's going to be second to none and, and yeah. really a great program. Product so, management. Could yeah. you explain it a little bit just for somebody that might not know what that. Sure. I mean, is. product management is really, you are responsible to make sure that, uh, what is being built is actually going to sell well mm -hmm. in, in the market. So, uh, there's a lot of sort of, managing the process mm. uh so you're sort of managing the ux designers and the web developers but uh you're also so making sure that what's being built is a good fit for the market great yeah i actually have a quote from uh i went to this um i went to a brain station event uh -oh, yeah, yeah. Uh -oh. i went to a brain station <laughs> event and it was about uh product managers and uh the guy there loki from mobify he said yeah. that if it doesn't work the engineering manager gets fired yeah exactly if it's late the project manager gets fired if nobody wants to buy it, the product manager gets exactly fired. Right, yeah. So that, I thought that was a great way to you know discern all these different roles, which can mm -hmm. be confusing a little bit. Yeah. So that's sort of a nice breakdown of how it sort yeah, of works. Hmm. Yeah. So did you have anything uh, you wanted to say to our guests? Any or, or anything to our audience about any courses coming up? Any call for instructors? I am a guest, just to clarify. <laughs> yeah. <'cause>. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, we have our, our next round of classes starting on April 11th for our full-time programs and April 18th for cool. our part-time programs. Uh, we are having events every week, uh, so go check out our events page at redacademy.com forward slash events. Um, and we're going to have certain things coming up uh, soon, like uh, an, an X to Tech series. Mm. So what that's all about is we've se- we've seen a lot of people... Um, coming from certain backgrounds and then looking to uh, sort of transition into more of a technical field. So I see. So uh, X to tech, meaning X, whatever your previous position right. was, whatever your previous industry was, yeah. transitioning to tech. Yeah, so that should be a really cool series cool. coming out soon. That would be good for, uh, you know, startup, like the companies. I, I do work with a company that uh, makes, uh, right now is doing a healthcare app, but, you know, uh, there are a lot of companies emerging that, that need a little bit of direction and, mm-hmm. you know, that would be a really great course as well. Yeah. I noticed you guys also have uh, some startup events too that you yeah. host. I actually missed the last one, but uh, yeah. you're ta- you have startups come in. They talk to people that are there. They talk about what their experience is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like part of that is obviously we want to be providing as much value back to mm-hmm. the uh, the ecosystem, the tech ecosystem. And startups are obviously a big part of that. But uh, there's also the other side of it, which is that we want to uh, provide a sort of a real vibrant environment for mm. all of our students. So a lot of students that come through the program are interested in getting involved with startups. So um, oh, bringing them to the startups, that is, to, to the students for them to get a chance to oh, see whether it's a good fit, uh, mm. maybe even sort of make some connections and who knows where that might lead. Very different. Great. That's a really great approach. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a question. Mm-hmm. Um, is Red Academy connected to any incubators or accelerators? Uh, yes. And that's going to be uh, announced soon. I can't okay. say uh, more okay. on that, though. So right. everyone keep their yeah. ears open. Yeah, yes. because there are a lot of developers in, in, in Vancouver, you know, that are looking to launch and, you know, have their own concepts and businesses. And I do know that. Yeah. Um, there is a huge opportunity there yeah. for accelerators yeah. and incubators, especially through schools, because it's really where you can yeah, no, totally. employ. Like, I think it's a great point. And it's mm-hmm. definitely one that we've been uh, working on quite a lot and really excited to announce pretty soon. Awesome. Sweet. I'm looking forward to it. Great, Matt. Thanks for talking to us. Uh, if people want to get in touch with you, how would they do that? Uh, Matt at redacademy.com. Easy. Cool. Yeah. What about you, Selena? If people want to get in touch with you, how would they do that? Um, uh, well, I'm truckstoptrixie.com. So I'm a designer. So that's where you would get a hold of me. But I'm also working on my own little startup I've been doing for a while. Cool. And it's called zerocarbs.ca. So they can check Sweet. it out there. Yeah. Cool. And you're also on the YVR Dev Slack as well. Yes, I am. And I'm also an, an organizer now for the Hacker Nest, too. So... Yeah. You know, I'm there anyways. I mean, really, for me, Hacker Nest is like the best meetup if you want to just mingle with absolutely anybody and everybody without knowing really what anybody does. Mm-hmm. You could be talking to like a CTO or a CEO yeah. of a company and then like a developer and then just somebody that just showed up yeah. because it's free beer. So for sure. <laughs> Are we going to see a Hacker Nest at Red Academy? We'd love to host one. Yeah, oh, yeah that'd be really cool. cool. All right, cool. Awesome. All right. Thanks a lot, Matt. Yeah, thanks Thank a lot. Thank you. See you later. Bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of VancouverTechPodcast.ca. That's our site. You can actually email us too at show at VancouverTechPodcast.ca. Or find us in the YVR Dev Slack. I'm at Drew. I'm at James. We're almost always online. You can actually get an invite to YVR Dev Slack if you haven't got one already at yvrdev.herokuapp.com. See you there. Bye.